This episode of The Shakes is sponsored by Liquid 9. Liquid 9 is production and post loud and fun in Chicago and Kansas City. Find them at liquid9.tv. I'd like to thank beer buddy Rusty Kugler for his microbrew donation. Tonight we're drinking Deschutes Twilight Summer Ale and Sierra Nevada's Tumbler Autumn Brown Ale. Thanks to you. On the last episode of The Shakes, we went out for lunch and they had like 80s music on. And uh, and so we're, we're sitting there and and Lost in Your Eyes by Debbie Gibson comes on. And so I find myself wrapped up in the song. And then I, re- and then I remember. <laughs> daddy, daddy, shut up. Well, you know. Debbie Gibson's playing God damn it. <laughs> so, so, so this here I am. story did not go where I thought it was going. <laughs> but no, I was listening to Debbie Gibson while I was eating an enchilada. And, uh, you know, and, and, he, and he's like. What is this? I'm like, it was Debbie Gibson. You know, we used to we used to listen to this. I used to listen to this a lot when I was in high school. Never, and never and, listened to. Debbie okay, Gibson. well now and then he looks at me and he goes, "Dad, are you a girl?" <gasps> awesome. <laughs> and I said, "You know, I heard that a lot in high school." Yeah. So yeah. Well, my dog ate another <sighs> pair of my underwear the other day, and I had to pull them out of his butthole. Now my dog has officially. Shit my pants more than me. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Oh, so, that's I'm a comedy look. bit. Is that yeah. was that a comedy? You just you, you just did, did a, a little stand up. You just, you just did, did a, a little stand up right here. Do you want a If you see. With the beer, and since it's a cold, drizzly day outside, the first we've had in forever, I decided our beer selections, thanks to Rusty, would be the end of summer and the beginning of fall. You got the twilight and the tumbler. I know. That's brilliant. It's really good. So poetic. It really is. It absolutely is. I'm, you, you, people can't see this, but I'm off in the dummy corner. Yeah. (laughs) For something I've done that I'm totally unaware of. I'm separated from everyone in my own cone of silence. We're, we're trying. We're trying an experiment this evening. Uh, Caleb Sexton, our audio producer, he and I have been kind of emailing back and forth, trying to figure out different ways to make the show sound a little better. The show sounds really good, but we're trying to make the show sound really good. And since we don't have like a perfect room, uh, I'm trying a few things. So one thing that he said was that Quinn had a lot of air noise in her microphone. Well, then I noticed that there's an air conditioner vent like right there pointing directly into Quinn's microphone. So also ta- I take that breathing. up and mouth breathing. <laughs> and that's why I'm sweating because I'm underneath the vent that's taped up. And then, so yeah. So then also um, a lot of talking back and forth between Pat and Quinn's microphone. So I made a little Island for Pat and he's kind of, <laughs> he's kind come of, and, come and visit me soon. please. <laughs> yeah. So like your mom's basement has been annexed. To a certain degree, and now Pat is kind of in his own little island. It's like it's almost like making little small sound booths for everybody. Thanks, Caleb. Thanks, Thanks Caleb, for, Caleb, for yeah. You son of a. <laughs> I'd like to say that I watched the video 
Mm-hmm. I am very proud to be a part of that so, uh, that association. I know it's pretty. I badass, know, isn't right? It? And I would like an invite soon from you Radio to go to San Francisco and hang out with them. So yeah, I'll be I, expecting that. I also that. would like that invitation. That would be radio. a third. Yeah. So, um, Mike, I guess you know that's that's you know I actually had another idea also. Even though going to Mule would be pretty badass in itself. No, but it, I, it's not as cool to have them come yeah, here. Yeah, it's really oh, not. Oh, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with them okay. coming here. But I thought, you know, like some sort of... Uh, Vegas? Like, mm, I was thinking more like a Toronto? South by Southwest podcast jam. Wow. Oh. You know, where like we buy out a bar and all the Mule radio shows yes. do a thing. That, okay. See? You, ta- you took it up. I did. I like that. I did. South by Southwest. I love yeah. it. So I, so I just threw the gauntlet down. So I guess now we need to find like a really huge sponsor. And since we alienated most of every large sponsor in episodes one and two. <laughs> oh, there's still more out there. <laughs> I'm eating rolled gold uh, thin pretzels right now. Rolled gold. <laughs> rolled love gold. Them. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. eating nuts out of a Rubbermaid container. <laughs> so uh, Walgreens nice nuts. By the, by the way, oh, so they were nice the, yeah, the yeah the nice. Have oh you, have God, you, you not seen heard the, about the, the nice, nice brand? It's 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 like off brand. It's like best choice. I but love it's that. Nice. It's called nice. But it's nice. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that's Amazing. awesome. My favorite is the nice bacon jerky. Oh, oh my gosh. God! Yeah, I haven't really experimented oh. with it, but I have seen the name, and I'm like, nice, 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 nice bacon jerky is just. Oh, my God. It's like big bacon steaks that have dried in the sun, which sounds gross, but it's so smoky and delicious. You know, you could cut some of that up and put it in the nice mixed nuts and just have yourself a heart attack in a a Rubbermaid bowl. A nice heart attack. A nice heart attack in a Rubbermaid bowl. You put some some lard frosting on top of that. Oh, yeah. Boom. Uh This is a – these these are good beers. Which which one are you – you're doing the the summer one. I'm doing the summer one. The summer one. I'm I'm doing the fall. I'm not willing to give up. Pat is sticking to his traditional (laughs) – Yeah. Like, I really and slightly girly. Loved, I really would have loved a weech right now, but this summer ale is too much. <laughs> you know, actually, the thing is, is, is that that uh, summer ale is not fruity. It's I, not. I, no, I tried to find. I purposefully tried to find one that was not fruity, uh, because knowing that, although I, I almost brought in one that was like a black cherry thing, just for oh, just for Pat. Oh, watch out! Okay, well, maybe. I feel like our energy is really yeah. I mean, we today. we just really we need well. To get fired it's, up. It's the it's the it's the weather it's the outside. Weather. I mean, if I feel like we're um, you know in Seattle or or San Francisco, I might, I might commit suicide at any moment. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. I think we should all go around the table and talk about something that made us um, a little fearful poopy pants this week. This week. This week. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, I've, uh, can I? May I start? May I start? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't I don't believe want you're air. asking for permission. Yeah, yeah. So, Hand me the uh, opener and oh, yes, yeah. may. So, so here's the thing. And it's not necessarily that makes me fear. Well, actually, it always does. I practice it. I'm pleased to say I practice it a lot. There is a big call out recently in my company to be very transparent, to have what is called... Uh, fierce conversations and that is to be direct to be honest to let people know to in effect just communicate with your reports and have your managers communicate with you as well so you want what just say, <laughs> sorry i'm trying to, under- I'm trying to understand what other kind of conversations you have on a day-to-day basis besides fierce ones <laughs> 
<laughs> Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, no. That's never been a problem with me. You always kind of like, know where you, you stand with me. Did you invent this? Did you, you come always, up with this? Yeah. Did you, is this your initiative? You always kind of know where you stand with me. But the thing is, is that it's, I mean, it's, you owe it to the people who work for you, that you work with, to have the honest conversations, to not beat around the bush. The economy sucks. Absolutely. Too much freaking time is wasted in passive-aggressive bullshit emails and roundabout and, uh, well, I feel this way, but I'm not going to say it and I'm going to do this anyway. Or talking to other people <clears throat> yes. about how you feel instead of telling that person yes. directly. Yes. So that is – and it's, it's an ongoing fear, knowing that I have to have a conversation that I don't necessarily want to have. But knowing that I have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that's a fear. And I dance around it as much as I can to eventually do it. But it's, it's an ongoing fear. It's kind of a fear of conflict. Yes. Yeah. Which is one of the fears that I put down in the, in, in the list. Oh, there you, you go. Well, and, and, and interestingly enough, I put that there because we have been having some, some, really, good, uh, some really good training things here at work. And we had one on, or we've been having one kind of staggered on conflict resolution. Anyway, so, you know, my, my poopy pants fear is very much kind of related to the fierce conversation thing because it's like doing the, the, the conflict revolu- revolution. Revolution. Conflict well, you know, revolution. Well, you know, That's actually but, a better term. But actually, the, the thing about here specifically is it, it, you know she's like well i i asked around and and one of the things that uh that, that i hear is that everybody here is just way too nice and uh gross you work at a terrible place i know <laughs> i know everybody's just way too nice and too happy and 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 um and so and, and she's anger. like it ne- well she's like it ne- you know it needs it needs more fierce conversation kind of you know i mean it's like being being honest with each other and you know and challenging each other and things like that and so of course you know i am i am the curmudgeonly old dick of the office so you know i got plenty of conflict that i can share with everybody and so you know the 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 awful fear was like okay who who's got who's got who's got an example of something we could talk about yeah and it's like i'm like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my hand. I want to be the second person to raise my hand, not the yeah. first. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm trying trying really really Just take hard this away not from to me. be I all the good ones out. Not to yeah, be not to be the person who starts and then goes on for 20 minutes. Right. You know, I actually said this in the class. I said I said, well, you know, it's interesting that you say that that everything is is you know everybody's too nice and all that stuff because sometimes I feel like this place is like a high school. And and oh. and it's like and it's like well it's like oh, and no, it's like one it. and it's like one big pep rally you know and everybody's happy all the time it's like and nobody. you're the dork hanging out under the bleachers and, well I'm the dork in your mom's basement yeah and everybody Looking can't be stretch. that happy all the time right and so I'm just no, waiting for no, I'm just waiting with the rector set I'm just waiting for somebody to give me homecoming king and then pour blood on me uh, but uh, and oh. so you know. <laughs> Anyway, so that was that was my thing. But, you know, being being honest, even though that's what the entire four hour seminar was about, was being honest with your coworkers and, you know, and having these these brutally honest conversations. But that in particular was was really, really scary because that's the kind of stuff that comes back to bite you in the ass, you know? I mean, because it's like, remember that time Jeremy said that? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like I always want people to be really honest with me, and then I but you don't. But 
But then, like, speaking from experience, like, Pat, my former boss, has had those moments where he's been very honest with me, and I'm like, could have done without that. <laughs> really could have done without that. And some of the bombs that he's dropped on me have been, like, the kind where I'm like, they still roll around in the back of my head and haunt me. And I'm like, oh, I mean, like, it was good. It was always good. You know, it was always something I needed to know. It's one to grow on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bleeding from that fierce conversation. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, I mean, that's man. the thing about being honest is that you think it's a great, you know, practice for the workplace environment. <clears> but then the reality is, is that everybody just kind of is, like, real butthurt about it afterwards. Yeah. yeah. It'll Too be interesting much honesty too. is probably a bad thing. Oh yeah, but doses of it is always good. Well, see, I mean, that's that's the thing. It's like I, I, I'm being very careful to know that it's well, it's the boundaries thing. I mean, it's like what what is the boundary, right? And and so like I'm fear. I'm, You're I'm also fearful talking to people with very like misunderstood bound terms of like what boundaries mm-hmm. are. Like yeah. Well, I mean, you know, here's the here's the thing with with the people that I work with because they are fantastic people. They're very nice people. For the most part, they're very young people. They're much they're much younger than me, uh, and uh, tend to be far more optimistic about things than than I am. I'm I, you know, I've always been cynical uh, to to a fault. See, probably, I yeah. I, I would never I don't see, ever. I don't see that with you at all. I would never peg you as that. No. So if that's who you are here. That's super weird. That must mean you live in like Happy Playville. Well then, that's well then that's really that's really weird because I mean that's how I see myself. So if you guys don't see no. me as that, but then, I mean also I, I don't know who I am anymore. I think I'm, I'm a lot more cynical. I'm a much bigger asshole than you. Definitely. I mean, oh, you want to have an without asshole without a doubt. Off. Without like, a doubt, yeah. I, mean, can I don't think that's up for debate. But yeah. like when you talk, like you saying that right now, I'm feeling self conscious because I'm like, like oh holy my shit. God, if people think that about him and he thinks that about himself, that must mean everybody thinks I'm the worst person in the world. You're Hitler. That's <laughs> what you are. You're Hitler. I okay. Well that 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 could be like a whole nother show at another time because I mean, you know Because but, I really okay, do. That's but, how I that's how I see myself. So let me let me so let me so but there is at your and I's age Yes. I didn't say that anywhere near correct. But at at the age we are. What are you doing? <laughs> That's my a breath fear, intake for grammar. There is problems. a fear of I've seen this. I've seen this before. I've seen it all. You guys are falling into the same fucking trap. And, you know, kind of a know it all curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. You said it. <clears throat> and you know, my philosophy has always been you never grow old in the business, but you lose either a curiosity or you lose a desire to connect. And mm. there is that there is that fear that, you know, have I been doing this so long? Am I a barrier rather than a way of getting something done? So what do you mean about fear of, of uh, or, or refusal to connect? I'm interested in that. What, what do you mean by Just that? Just sort of like a. Like, you just don't feel a need to make too much of an effort to connect with people so they yeah. understand where you're coming from. Or connect with your consumer. I mean, both ways. Either connect with the people around you. I don't think it's about becoming bad at your job, though. <clears throat> like, if you were failing to connect with the consumer, that's just being bad at your job. I think it's more about, like, you just 
get tired of dealing with the day-to-day bullshit and slapping a smile on your face when somebody tells you to change something for the 15th time. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Mm-hmm. But, example of failure to communicate with your digital... Uh, that's moving too fast. I don't want to keep up with that. I don't want to know about that. Okay, turn the coin on that. How is, how is that also maybe failure to connect internally <laughs> with your team? You know? Yeah. Uh, because because I, I, I asked you that because I, I think that's because I'm, I'm definitely, uh, you know, definitely still curious. I mean, you can look at all those oh, yeah. 30 percent off Radio Shack parts over there. Uh, I am building a robot, Quinn, by the way. Uh-huh. As, you know. uh, and um, <laughs> curiosity, not a problem. Connection. Mm, yeah, maybe a problem. Uh, I mean, after all, look at the look at your mom's basement. Look where we are. Yeah, who, 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 who else? Who else has an office in your mom's basement? Jeremy, you need to move out Me. of your mom's house. I was put in your mom's basement. I feel like Milton. I'm like Milton of office space, and I'm just waiting for somebody to take my red stapler. But <laughs> you know what, Milton didn't have nice nuts. That's true. He did not have nice nuts. And those nuts. are nice nuts. Those right. are nice nuts. Those I already nice ate all nuts. the good ones. You got though. nice salty nuts. Yeah, thank you for... Yeah, <laughs> it's cold and flu season, Quinn. Do I have to tell you that? And you're like fingers all well, over I, the nuts. I am like touching very specific ones that I'm yeah, putting. Yeah, and while you're touching the specific ones, you got your filthy paws I all over I just saw you scoop your whole hand no, in I'm there. dumping to- it into my hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so, so is, what, is what you're saying Fear that on, on the equipment table, on the spread here, there needs to be some hand sanitizer. That, or Quinn needs to not handpick mm-hmm. all of her nuts. Yeah, I don't think of. that's ever going to stop, guys. So, you're, you're so hand sanitizer it is. Failed, uh, okay, if you want to be a hand sanitizer buddy. <laughs> you know, and, and, and back to your point, I mean, you know, I, for the first time in my career, um, when I was at my old agency, I became fearful of saying how long I had been there. I stopped saying that. Really? And it was no longer a point of pride. It was more of a... Um, I'm not part of the woodwork. I'm not the person who's been here too long. I'm not a barrier. And, you know, and that's a that's a fear, you know, when you Why would tenure be a barrier though? Because you have if cuz you're old as balls, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> because if you are in a position of transition, you need to switch what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Are you embracing the old way or are you embracing the new way? Mm, mm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, you know, at the I'm sure at the company that I work at, we've got people that have worked there 30 plus years and that. And what I like is it's a point of pride and they have that a shit lot of cray. They uh, what? That shit cray. That 30 cray, years. That's cray cray. So cray. Well, it really is kind of. Um, but, you know, in in in, you know, truth be told. Every business right now is in a state of transition. It's sure. like, what, wh- how do we have to mold? And there is a concern there. Uh, have they been doing it the old way too long? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and can they change? And then that, then that goes into the curiosity. That's true. To me, That's true. I mean, to me, this is the most exciting time. It absolutely is. Because if there was ever a time for you to try new things... It's mm-hmm. not a time to, oh, we got to stick with the old because the old isn't working. Um, when to was ch- there a time where people were like, you know what? Now is the time to just stay the course and not do anything new. 1984. Oh, all, the all the time. 
Well, I mean, for example, um, if Apple were in shitty times, they wouldn't be coming up with another oh, iPhone. Okay, here. No, listen. <laughs> if Apple were in shitty times, what's Apple? I mean, aside from innovating new things with their iPhone, don't you hide your face from me, lady? I <laughs> this mile away, I still see you. But what's Apple doing? Apple's doing more of the same. They're doing it very well. They're adding new things onto more of the same. But are they truly innovating? Yeah, I mean, did, yeah, did, yeah, they are. What Apple is What's continually an example? What's an example? innovating. What's an example? Oh my god, every single thing that they come out with is better than the last set. And what? But okay, what's something new that they're coming out with? But that's just the thing. Is dude, Steve Jobs just. Die uh-uh, like uh-uh. the core Mm-mm. of the. Answer whole. my question. Mm-mm. What's something new that they're coming the, out? The with? iPhone five. I believe every iPhone new. I've had is better than the last, and it's yeah, new. Yeah, it's not new. It's got a few new features on it. It's, it's yeah, thinner, it's not. It's, longer, it's not radically it's not new. new. They're gonna come to be, a time. Yeah, I think being, that their being entire the business nerd. is based on innovating and being new. So you think I think I think their entire business and their entire brand is all based on just being new and coming up with new stuff and inventing and well, inspiring is. and mm-hmm. aspiring to a higher level of greatness than with the current state we're in. Yes, but in the most conservative way possible. And, and uh-huh. 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 Amen, brother. Now, and let me let me let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because yes, the iPhone five has got a lot of a lot of new improvements. But there's nothing radically new, and there are still a lot of things that are. Did you are, touch it yet? I haven't touched it yet. But Slow here's here, not not that Slow not that you clap. have. But I know you're waiting to touch something longer. Anyway, um, <laughs> you're right. I hope the iPhone Boom. comes out and is like you know nice nuts in, and a tail. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, something something that was glaringly missing from you know the so robot nerd is going to talk. Uh, one of the things, uh, near-field communications, NFC, is something that pretty much, like, half the Android phones have got it. And it's like, you know, you go to McDonald's or you go somewhere and you always see, like, the the Visa thing with, like, the Express Pay deal on the top. And you're supposed to be able to just tap your phone and, and it pays. And everybody thought, okay, it's going to be in the iPhone 5. I mean, it should have been in the iPhone 4. And then they thought it was going to be in the iPhone 4S. And they're like, okay, well, it's going to be there. And then it wasn't there. And everybody was just sure it was going to be in the iPhone 5. It wasn't in the iPhone 5. Sons so, I know. And it's, and it's something that is almost going to be a mainstream thing. So in that case, they are not innovating. However, this is my qualifier. And this is why I say that they do it in the most conservative way possible. Let's say the iPhone 5S or the iPhone 6, when it finally comes out and they put in NFC, that is when they are going to have had it figured out and are going to present NFC in a way that is so radically different and so much better than everybody else that it's just going to be just stupid how good it is. You know, so um, so I, I agree with both of you. They are innovative, but in, in the most cautious way that they possibly can. I don't know. Else Apple will app. always give me a... Br- like a total brand boner, you know, brand like boner. it's like they just, well, there's a difference between brand, a brand you know, boner and a, it's, it's an incredible brand, you know, it's a great brand. bottom I'm, line, I'm bored with this conversation. Let's move on. No, but I'm telling, but I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> I knew if that tomorrow, if tomorrow Apple sales, if Apple sales tanked, what do they got? 
I am reading this Any book. Who's. Yeah, I was going to say Quinn brought something up on her phone. So what is this? Called uh, The War of Art. Oh, okay. I believe it's a pretty famous mm-hmm, book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I took uh, a picture of this one page, and it's all about resistance. You know, the the resistance that is like the antithesis to the creative soul, right? So whether it's writing that novel or doing any painting, uh, doing anything creative, or even just like starting a diet or running a marathon, those parts I don't relate to as well. But the part about the whole idea of this thing they call resistance is like everything from procrastination to like the many different forms that this devil being takes to force you to not complete things, to not fulfill your dreams, to blah, blah, blah. So this one is called Resistance Never Sleeps. And it says, Henry Fonda was still throwing up before each stage performance, even when he was 75. In other words, fear doesn't go away. The warrior and the artist live by the same code of necessity, which dictates that (laughs) the battle must be fought anew every day. That's awesome. Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I listened to some guy speak, and he said, if I stop getting fearful of giving a presentation, then I'll stop doing what I'm doing. You should always mm-hmm. have the butterflies in the stomach. It should never be, oh, I got this. Yeah. Was that me that you heard speak? Oh, wait, no, no. you didn't come to that one. Hmm. Well, yeah, um, I, gave, I gave a whole, the whole at career day. Did you Last do the year? terminal velocity cats again? Yeah, yeah you, but it was all about Jesus, trying to shit you, your pants. Are you moving? Make are you yourself shit your pants. The goddamn cats? No, because I think about that every opener? day. It's if it's not the goddamn cats, it's a little cup and ball. It cup is and ball, because those are the things. Because fear doesn't head? have yes. a face, and if it has a face, mm. it takes a different form all the time, right? It has a face, and so you have to come up with these different things and make these connections so that it makes Sorry. sense. One of the smartest things uh, that was in that article. Yeah, so I was going to say because that ties ties very actually, very well. That guy saying wrong. it has a face and it's Kathleen Turner right now. Look uh, her Kathleen up. Turner. I was going to totally say wait a turns me Kathleen on. Nothing more terrifying than Kathleen Turner. She turns right me now. on. I love no, her. No, look no, at wait her a now. Let's, okay, look at All her right, now. getting out the phone. Yeah, Get I know. She, okay. she's, she's keep talking, Quinn. I'm getting I'm getting Kathleen Turner pictures. Creativity is the process of explaining the world to itself by making new things. What? And this happens okay, now by we're talking, being hold attuned on. to the thin threads of meaning between seemingly unrelated objects and ideas. Yes, but let's give that some context. Where's where, where that coming from? What the fuck from? is that? No, well, that's coming. I gave you a God, reading assignment. Did you not read dick. it? I can't I believe didn't you didn't know. read it. Oh, oh supposed, God damn it. What was I supposed to read? You were supposed to read that. Okay. Anyway, this. All right. All right let's, back, let's back up. For Pat, who didn't read the reading assignment. <laughs> I didn't know there was a reading assignment. I sent an email. I don't remember seeing that. Can okay. we talk about my poopy pants moment after this? Yeah, because yeah, uh, we didn't we'll get, get to you. I know, we didn't you get guys you. are so but, but self-absorbed. <laughs> This is good though because this goes right back into the into the war of art and and everything we were just talking about. Uh, a friend of mine, Ross Float, the the wonderful Australian That's designer, how you say that? Ross Float. Yes, uh, I he, was pronouncing it Floate. Just just a, a very a very handsome man, uh, a past uh, guest of the cocktail napkin, and actually he was telling me that this post here had a lot to do with the conversation that we had when he did the show. Uh, we talked about. 
just the the whole idea of of creativity it's like oh it's you know creativity is is this this butterflies and fairies thing and it's like no no creativity and design is not this artsy fartsy you know thing it's about solving problems and putting together and putting and like you were just saying i'll have you read it again putting things together that uh that are seemingly unrelated to solve those problems he he would appreciate that uh and so and so go ahead and read that again i like your explanation of creativity way better than what she just read let, just, I like, let, her, let her say uh, it again, though, you're, you're because evil. it is really, really good. You no, because read, this, uh, no, but this justifies that. the whole Velocity of Cats thing, oh, right? Oh, Christ. Yes, it does. Give me that Ross, cat. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to put a freaking bullet in that cat. Boom, boom, You're going to have to put bullets in every cat, then. It's all cats, not just one I cat. Will, happily. It's cats, plural. Um, and it's easier to think about fear as cats falling in the sky. Okay. No. Um. So creativity is the process of explaining the world to itself by making things. Uh, Mm -hmm. This happens by being attuned to the thin threads of meaning between seemingly unrelated objects and ideas. No, but this, this is not the do second anything time that I've read something like this. The other time it was in The War of Art, because mm-hmm. if you want to reduce creativity down to a one-sentence definition, the most basic thing is fart the last jokes. Sentence. Well, look, 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 at the, look at the last sentence It is what? Look at the no, last sentence to me, that. it's connecting unrelated things in the world and making sense of them, drawing those threads so that you are that, actually... Is that, is that a sentence? Is that still one sentence? Creativity is connecting, problem solving. Period. Yeah, but no, no. Here, here it is. This you know who also solves problems? Doctors. Mm -hmm. Guess how uncreative they are. That's why they're fucking doctors. The best doctors in the world are extremely creative because they explore new ways to solve the same problem. How many doctors do you know? Tons. One. I don't know. (laughs) Half. Half of one? I don't know. Okay. Well, I I have like three friends that are doctors, and I would never call them creative. Well, they're bad doctors. All right. Okay, so I took took Quinn's phone. Are they surgeons? No. Yes, one of them is. Really? Orthopedic. Here's a great example of creativity. All right. And I'm not... You you, you say it, and then I'm going to read this sentence to you. Doctors aren't creative. I'm not stumbling on anything new here. Billy Bean... Man, general manager of the Oakland A's is the epitome of creativity. He is stuck within a box, and he said, I'm not going to play by the same rules anymore. I'm going to change the rules, and I'm going to put together a great team. Hang on. Let me look right now at where the Oakland A's are ranked okay, but how in did he their do division. It? He did it by getting someone who didn't play by the rules, by not playing mm-hmm. by the rules. He looked at he looked at scouting baseball in a different way. But what? But okay, I'm 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 no, getting I'm I'm I'm, your... I'm digging at something here. Okay, so he looked for somebody who did not play by the rules. But by p- not playing by the rules, what is it that they did that was more creative? What they they looked at? It's not about the traditional way of scouting players. It's looking at I can get somebody 
who other people would throw away, and they actually are run producers, and I will put them on my team. Okay. Would you say that, that would be harder to do than, than what Pat's other people were doing? I think making an analogy about me here. No. Obviously, this is all about me. Oh, yeah. Right. This whole right. show is about me. <laughs> so, wait. What are Pat you, what? hired no, an untraditional throwaway. No. What? What, were you, what are you getting ready to say? Read, read that last sentence. No. No, I think the beginning is more important. Be okay. aware... Being open to the possibilities of connections between seemingly unconnected things. That is the root of what I think of as creativity. I, I like that better. Shh. This version of creativity doesn't rely on a muse, nor does it pine and hope for inspiration. It is the creativity of work. The creativity of work. I think uh, the possibilities. No. no. no that's, that's the velocity of cats. The, oh, God. And the connection and between seemingly unrelated things. Velocity of cats and creative fear. Well, and and it's also and it's also the breaking the rules on the scouting thing. It is doing that. It's it you know, creativity is not you know some. It's in one of the talks that I've given. It's it's not fairy dust and unicorn farts. It's putting in. It's the, pudding. It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> pudding. <laughs> yeah, it, you had me sold is right it there. Pistachio pudding. <laughs> it's not very is a delicious pudding. <laughs> and unicorn farts. It is pudding. It is pudding. <laughs> it's pudding. <laughs> Simply put, pudding. I'm I'm gonna remember that. I'm gonna I'm, yeah. I'm gonna have to do that. It's pudding. It's pudding. Pudding. No, it's putting. Putting in you know in work and it, it and it doesn't even have to be by breaking the rules it makes it better if it's by breaking the rules but it's 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 putting in that work in a way that others are not right to make something that is new novel or more useful but isn't that inherently breaking the rules if we did yes. if we if we I did like not break the rules i like argue all about and if, have the same opinion if but we did argue. not break the rules how would we create something new Oh, you shut up <laughs> no, with that yeah, yeah. moan. That is right <laughs> on. No, I agree. Breaking rules, yes. Old news. Yeah. Break rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. But he said it. I'm not. I'm just saying. I mean, that's that's that. You might as well just say, say that we should think out of the box, Pat. No, I. You know, you brought up breaking rules. I'm just responding. I'm to not that. sure that I, I did. You did. You said it's breaking rules. Play back the tape. <laughs> Can we rewind that, who's please? Caleb, Wait, who is, Caleb, who's Caleb, responsible Claude, for Caleb, who, who's responsible who for me being in this goddamn corner? Caleb, play back the tape. Jeremy brought up break the rules. <laughs> also, Man. you should just cut this whole seg- segment. Why? This whole no, this is good. This is good. Stuff. This, this is, is good not stuff. us. This is not a dreary Mm-mm. Kansas City talking. This is this is a heated baby. I could have a heart attack at any moment. Let's do this. Whoa! All right. Whoa. All okay, right. get to your poopy you pants moment. You want to have a heart attack? And if you bring up fucking cats or cat and ball, I am shutting your mic. Do you do you want to do you want to do your poopy pants now or after a sponsor? Do you want to talk about sponsors and do poopies or? <laughs> I want to do lots of poopies. Okay. First of all, okay. Let's let's do poopies and then we'll do a sponsor. Well, let's do a sponsor. Liquid okay. Nine. Liquid Nine. Liquid Nine is the sponsor of this week's Love show. Love those guys. Mm-hmm. Basically, like my best friends that don't really know me. Yeah. Well, they're they're the guys that know everybody, but not really. But like I it's know like, them. Hey, Chief, what's up? Nah, they they don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guy, what's Jeremy, up, guy? You guys can't see it, you know, because this is like you can't see us. But Jeremy just did like a snap and a finger yeah, point. Yeah, I just Chief, did. I just did finger pistols. You did, you did an old. You did an old Quint from uh, Jaws, Chiefy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, they're so Liquid Nine. Yeah, Liquid Nine. No, they're 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 great guys that do not do finger pistols. Um, last time we talked about uh, like the hip hop videos, which you know, I mean, they're they're really good at doing hip hop videos. Known but for that, chances are, people who are listening to us do not need a hip hop video done. Suffice it to say, if they could do a good hip-hop video, that pretty much anything else that they could do is going to be awesome. Because nothing's harder than a hip-hop Nothing's video. harder than a hip-hop video. I mean, you've got to get the fish-high lens, I which know. is like two inches away from the talent. And, yeah. And not to mention all the crystal that gets into your equipment. The nasty bitches. Yeah. Uh, and so it's, it's tough. It's a tough gig. But, uh, you know, they have got all sorts of fantastic stuff that they can do in Kansas City and Chicago. They do full post-production. Wait, which video? one of them did the, the did the uh, Pachachka on it? Oh, oh yeah, we should we link should, to that. Yeah. Dan Gedman. Yeah, yeah that was Dan awesome. Gedman. He is the uh, principal of Liquid Nine, and he actually did a Pachacha presentation on how to make Wait. a successful <laughs> hip hop video. Wait, if you just call it Pikachu, it's all better. <laughs> and then we don't get messed up with the Pachachka Pachacha. <laughs> Chaka. Is that you just said that and both that and I were like mm. But the thing is, it's is I was right. I it's, was absolutely right. It's Chaka from Land of the Lost. That's what it's called. I feel yeah. like No, no, I'm right. I'm I'm I'm, I'm how, did you, how did you call it? Pachachka. How did you call it? Pachachka. No, you said it. Pachachka. You said Pachachka. No, I did not say Pachachka. Here's what you said. Chakakon. Chakakon. Everybody, everybody, Chakakon. Gonna rock you, Chakakon. Let me rock you. That's all I want to do. Anyway, yes, Dan. Dan did a good PK. Pachachka. Just call it bulletproof. I named it for uh, that for on, on on how to on how to make successful hip hop videos. But you know they they really they really are. Absolutely talented guys. I mean, they did a, a, a cartoon for uh, me one time, and they did fantastic animated cows uh, that had problems lactating. So, Absolutely. I mean, you know, and they can awesome. do the gamut. I know. They did a cancer thing for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they've got really, really good audio production facilities. We should maybe, I don't know, I guess start recording over there. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, what the hell? Um, what are we doing here in your mom's basement? Liquid 9. You can find them at Liquid 9 <laughs> Dot TV. Yes, liquid dot. Nine God, dot we are TV. all just a bunch of self-absorbed asshats. <laughs> liquid right nine now. dot TV like, dot. We cannot even make it through like a sponsorship without being like, and me, 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 me. Here, here's a great Saturday Night Live skit. And Saturday Night Live, go ahead and run with it. You got to call back Will Ferrell. And, you know, in the really high-end Japanese places, they have the naked Japanese women. And they put the sushi all over their body and you eat the sushi off their body. They need to have Will Ferrell or somebody incredibly hairy. Jeremy, you and I could work. We could do this. But do the body sushi on... On us, so you've got the sushi sitting on an incredibly hairy body, and they're like, on "Yeah, a go real ahead, hairy nipple." Yeah, go, go ahead. Here, to get the one off my shoulder. I get, smell a uh, like a fall AAF function happening. Oh my god, that would be worthwhile. That would be something. Okay, we can make that happen. Anyway, Quinn, Liquid yeah, Nine, you, we love them. You, Poop your yeah, pants. Yeah, would what? you talk about shit in your pants already? Jesus, get a good drink. My fearful poopy pants moment this week was being in the finals for a comedy competition. Yes. That's right. Which was terrifying because it was basically the third time I'd ever done stand-up comedy. And I walk in. This is a few weeks ago. I walk in. 
And they're like, oh, tonight the competition starts, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> and I was like, well, so I you mean, didn't know? I, di- I had no idea that there was, I mean, it was my third time ever doing stand-up comedy, right? It was like three weeks ago. And I was like, well, sure. So you were just not? there to do your thing. Yeah. I was just okay. there for the ah. open mic. Didn't know it was a competition. So then I made it to the next round. And then I made it to the next round after that and after that. And then it was the finals on Tuesday. Stanford and Sons comedy at the Legends, by the way. And uh, it was pretty scary because I got up there. I had a good, strong open, you know. I got going. People were laughing. I was kind of on a roll. And, you know, generally my biggest problem is just, like, speaking. <laughs> like, that's kind of where I yeah. And I understand stand-up comedy. That's probably a big deal. But, like, I just get nervous because you're standing on the stage and you cannot I mean the light is beaming down on you and you're like why did I drink so much tequila and then it's like you can't see you can't even see the row of people that's right but isn't in front good? of the stage yeah you would that help? think that that's good but you're more like oh I can't f- I, can't I can't even like judge that. you yeah. based on your looks and what kind of jokes you're gonna like you know you don't you know you don't do. know how to zag when right. you zit. So I get through and I'm I'm feeling good. Like I'm like this is the best set I've ever done cuz I'm feeling confident. Like the first two jokes go really well. Then I do an AIDS joke. Awesome. This is also the anniversary of 9/11. Awesome. Yes, yes. So I tell this AIDS joke and I'm like it's literally crickets. Like not even my husband laughed at it. Like my husband's in the audience and I can always hear his laugh over everyone else, you know, because I've taught him like, don't you fucking silent laugh on me. Do you? you okay, know? so here's a question. Do you do bits or do you do stories? I do both. Ah. Uh, this not, but I do new material every week, which is apparently the mark of an amateur comic. And I was like, fuck all of you. No, that's bullshit. Right. Because these dudes stand no, up totally and they do the same. These dudes stand up and they do the same shit every week, and I get it, but it's Boring. like... Yeah, but you I, don't know that. Are you coming every week? I I am. And it's, well, but you're not the audience, though. Yeah, there. I, I mean, you're a performer. I kind of am the audience because, you know, it's at the Legends on a Tuesday at 10. Jeremy's got a point. You have to hone what you're doing. Yeah. I agree. So, like, I take, like, whatever the joke went over the best from the week before the week before that and mm-hmm. I'll I'll do that joke again. Good. But you lose the spontaneity. I like to do new stuff every week because no. I think I think that's good. So What's the poopy pants? So, Which I hope you're getting to because no, the poopy this is pants, taking forever. The poopy pants part was the fact that I got up and I like had total confidence about this AIDS joke and it was about how, you know, Nobody talks about AIDS, and maybe it's like a hipster thing now. And I told it, and everybody was like, duh. <laughs> like, literally, it was total silence. And then, out of nowhere, like, I'm, I'm like, on the bottom, you know, like, the last one to go up, and nobody has talked about 9-11. And I was like, whoa. Did you follow up an AIDS joke with a 9 Jesus. Well, that's why you didn't fucking win. But it was a good 9-11 joke. I no, was like, the what? only reason you guys aren't laughing is because it's 9-11. All right? And the crowd went wild. Well, I see, now that's good. I, I that's pretty good. much thought I had won the show. That's good. And then I went into, like, you know, a joke about balls, which always goes well. Balls are always funny. 
And a joke about uh, stick what, figures. Like, uh, like basketballs or what, what kind of balls? No, like why do men think I should care about their balls? Like I don't get it. Because it's all men com- male comics that get up there and they all talk about their dick or their balls. And I'm always like. See, and I think that's lazy oh, comedy. I, just that is lazy. I think that's lazy comedy. That's very I know, lazy. I agree. I talk about my shame hole. I think that that's clever. Your whispering eye? <laughs> whispering. <laughs> so, you know. So My frowning Santa. Your shame hole. <laughs> God. God. So, you know, I, yeah. I mean, but the AIDS joke really, really bumped. And, like, I haven't, I've been up there when, like, it's like at least if I tell a joke and it's not that funny or people don't get it, Some then it, it's are. like, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh, or, no like, content. you get, like, one nothing. chick in the background that's like, ha, ha, yeah, girl. And you're like, mm-hmm. You know yeah. what? Here's a, here's a good bit for you. And you should run with this because I know you will. <laughs> um, oh, so bold. <laughs> I'm joking. That's sarcasm. Because it's gold and it's going to um, be good. Nobody can see my face, so I have to say Dirty talk gone wrong. So it's like, oh, why don't you take a trip into my shame hole? <laughs> why don't you drop Just your golf pencil in my I already do a whole bit about how, like, you know, couples that are, like, newly in love have that glow from from uh, never leaving each other's side mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. pooping in two weeks. They, like, they haven't pooped in two weeks. And so then I from there I, I always go Fear into, like, pooping. how... We shouldn't be afraid of pooping. It's a normal thing. Like, everyone right now is just cooking a poop. Like, even if you don't have to poop right now, you're cooking one. And you're probably going to wait until you get home. And if you're me, you're going to wait until that perfect moment. I like to call it my perfect shit storm. (laughs) Generally, it happens right around the time my husband decides to brush his teeth. Awesome. And how does this relate to my brilliant idea of dirty Dirty talk? talk Because I like to take poops while my husband is brushing his teeth. I I, I think that was (laughs) pretty good dirty talk. And do you guys talk dirty while you're doing that? We talk to each other when it's going on. Yeah, it's more like... When my son's in taking a dump, I love to have my daughter (laughs) run in there and say, describe how bad it smells. Like, I'm like, go run in there and say it smells like a, a bad dream. Oh my god, it smells like a bad dream in here. And then she'll run back out laughing and I'm like, okay, now go in. So your daughter oh. is Lumpy Space Princess? She is. <laughs> oh my god. She was uh, oh my oh god. god. Oh my god, it smells like a bad dream in here. I didn't know what cauliflower ear was. Really? Wait, yeah. is that is that is that how you say it? It's the it? wrestling thing. Yeah, cauliflower. You cauliflower. Say cauliflower. <laughs> no, cauliflower. Cal- Do you say cauliflower? Did you just say that? I say cauliflower. Yeah. What is that? You do that normally? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even affected or anything. <laughs> no, no, oh what? no! You say cauliflower. <laughs> What's wrong with cauliflower? Oh, and you're married. <laughs> oh, it's cauliflower. Oh. All right, there's an I. Anywho's <laughs> fucked up. Fuck cauliflower. that. Cauliflower. No. Hello. There's a big batch of cauliflower for you to eat. Ninety <laughs> percent of the audience right now is like, "Yes, no, yes, that's All true." Like, there's like four out of five like, people right now. There's not enough time in like, the world for you to pronounce cauliflower. I have. Yeah, there's only so much time in some the day. Serious <laughs> self-conscious issues about my pronunciation of lots of words. Say regularly. Milk. Say milk. Milk. Okay, thank you. Oh, well, how do other people say, say? pillow? Hello. Thank you. No, but I have a Pilo. lot of... Pilo. No, 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 it's no. Pillow. Pillow. 
pie. But I am or the south. Milk. And I, it took me two years of living here before I finally got rid of my accent. And there are times where it comes back out, you know, when influenced mm-hmm. by certain things. Mm-hmm. And, but like, you know, my first two years of college, it was like, where's that southern girl? And I'd be like, what y'all talking about? <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, wait, I can't remember. Oh, but I have this yoga teacher and she's always like, now reach behind your head. And re- like, she's the kind of, it's a Missouri thing to like weirdly pronounce H T H words and L's or H. I think I, the big thing with me is people don't pronounce their H's. I think you're making a huge mistake. A Whoa. huge? What? A huge. I don't know that I've he heard that. He pronounces his H's. Yeah, no, I. you got to pronounce your H's. Both well, of you. I'm there. not or H from from here. You are your huge. And he's not from here either. I'm not. We're neither one of us. None yeah. of us are from so here. So nobody pronounces their T-H's in what else? Anyways, you 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 were going to reach your hand behind your relaxed. I'm trying. Chain I'm hole. trying to think of the thing that she always You're says, like something about. Hole. Yeah, she's like, now, now fold yourself face. into a Japanese hen sandwich, and I'm like, a what? A Japanese, a Japanese what? Hen sandwich. Hand sandwich. And I'm like, it's hand. ham. Ham. Is ham? it ham or hand? Is and then the whole time, for like 60 sandwich. more minutes, That's I'm like... That's not a Missouri thing. Is it hand? Or, no, she's like way Missouri style. Mm. You know what I hate? I hate Missouri. Missouri. No, it's the same people that say Missouri. And you can and tell don't say their H's. And if say a politician rough. is going for the Democrats or oh, the yeah. Republicans on how they pronounce Missouri. Oh, yeah. If they are going for the Democrats, they pronounce it Missouri. Going for Republicans, Missouri. 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 Gross. Well, see that, but see, you say like, usually he says his H's, but I also don't have, I also don't have an Oklahoma accent either. Just now you did. I did a little bit. No, no, I just don't. Well, I was burping while I said that. Uh, I only have an accent while I'm burping and talking at the same <laughs> time. Right. Or, or if I go back to Oklahoma, but uh, no, I mean people, people talked uh, like I don't know. I had a lot of people say, "Where are you from?" Well, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma, blah, 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 talking, talking. And, or even when I lived in Oklahoma, people asking, oh, where are you from? They, you know, they I, said it like that? Or they said it like that because they're no, yeah, fun like, of you like, No, where, where are you from? You know, and, so, and I would say, well, I'm from here. I live 30 minutes away. Dude, no, I grew up in a no, place where my name has seven syllables. Yeah. Well, I, I, just, I just worked really, really I, I, hard I, at wait, not having an accent. Wait. <laughs> I please tell me how that went. Yeah, tell I it's what I want to know. Kawana. <laughs> Kawana. And I like I never knew how weird it was until I left there and came back and was like, "Oh, god, that's that is offensive that is, to the ears." <laughs> I did I did 2 weeks. I did a 2 week internship at uh, Martin Agency yeah. in Richmond. And oh my God, I had a thick accent after two weeks. It's then. hard. I mean, and it's, it's a hard. different kind of Southern accent. It's just like whenever there's an R in it's a like word, gravy. just pronounce it as an A. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, people are like, where's the tip jaw? Well, the it's, tip jaw? It's, and you're like, ah. Or they, they say, because there's the James River, you know? So they're always like, let's go down to the James River. And you're like, 
What's a river? <laughs> well, it's like proto Boston. It's like it's it's working towards towards that Boston Boston esque. Well, that's a good way sound. to sound. Is know, that where Eva came from? Well, no, but like, Best well, Eva. like they even spell things like when you go places, it'll say tip J A H. Shut um, up! Swear. Tip ja. Good. God. So it's like tip and jack, then, and so like, just tip jack. Like I grew up with like a lot of kids whose parents like would have like these pictures of like James River, and it would say the James River. R I V A H. Yeah. Hmm. People be whack. Yeah. Oh, I never did answer this, yeah. but Oakland is behind Texas. Um, on things that we don't care about. On in the AL West, they are eighty-two and sixty-one. Texas is eighty-five and fifty-seven, and I and I never answered this, but holy shit, Kathleen Turner! Oh I yeah, mean, frightening as fuck. Oh, I love Kathleen <laughs> Turner. At one time, even I with even yeah, me too. But You're gonna have to get I, that's not even that bad. That's a face that only Mama can love. Oh, whatever. What was that movie she was in with uh, Michael Douglas, Romancing the Stone? Romancing the Stone. She Hell, was awesome yeah. in that. My yeah. favorite part is where she like loses her shoes and then she walks around with like those giant dinosaur feet, you know, and it's like <laughs> can't believe she, that director let her like, walk around she looks without like shoes that on because um she's been living hard like high blood pressure or mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. some kind mm-hmm. of medication okay i know on. at least one she of you, you watched what is is it the x factor or america's got talent which nope. We, nope. with britney spears uh, britney spears was on a thing you just assumed yeah that one of you, us i really that. did i really really did oh no, sorry, sorry you mainly i was gonna put but my she's money looking on at pat. you pat <laughs> no you know what i've been watching i've been watching <laughs> collection Intervention. It's a show on sci-fi. And it's about collectors and when collections become obsession. <laughs> and then they have some woman come in and they're like, she's like, you got too much shit. And I thought about it when you said robots because there's a guy who has an incredible like, collection yeah. of robots. Mm, no. And, but he's got too much stuff and they're like, you need to sell, you need to, you know, sell this stuff off or whatever. But... Barbies and G.I. Joes and Matchbox cars. It's pretty cool. See, now that, I I don't even remember what. Uh, sounds fucking boring oh, as it's awesome. See, that sounds kind of like a, a show that I've been watching. I don't even remember what network it's on, but it's uh, Toy Toy Hunters. Oh. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Oh, it's killing me that I don't remember. But But it's this guy who runs like a comic store. And he goes around and he is searching for, you know, like all sorts of crazy toys. And like the pilot episode was awesome because he found um, like one of the prototype models of like Boba Fett. You remember Boba Fett that had the like his missile on his back yeah. would launch. Yeah. Well, he found like one of the unpainted prototypes wow. that that had the launching missile, which, you know, they ended up discontinuing because kids would. Yeah. When kids would like choke on it. So. And you could send in like three uh, proof of purchases of Star Wars action figures and you get it. Uh, So he found that and then he found like the only, uh, you know, the only known copy of some prototypical Thundercats action figure or something like it. It's crazy. You guys, I'm surrounded (laughs) by dorks. Save me. That's what I was hoping for. That was was, that was what I was looking for. Yeah, I was I was impressed. The guy, the robot guy, he had the giant. uh, Shogun Warriors, which I have, by the way. Build a robot yeah. and then we can talk, all right? Mazinga. 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 Um, okay, so I have a great idea for a Tumblr blog that I think we should start. 
yeah, guys ready? Aside from, aside from the Tumblr blog that we have? Yes. Okay. Although every time Wait, I say Tumblr blog? blog, Dustin's like, you don't say it that way. It's when just you, a when Tumblr. The word, it's a blog. He's, he says, no, it's Tumble blog. And I'm like, but there's an Shut R. Up. It's a Tumblog. Wait. Fuck off. Yeah. Wait, we have, we have a blog? Yeah, oh we, my yeah. god, Pat! We have a Tumblr. We have a really? Tumblr. It's, it's awesome. I posted my glamour shot photo on she it. She did, and I look just like Honey Boo. Wait, I could be on that. Hell yeah! Be, oh lord, yeah. Pat just found out what the internet is. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a wait. There's an internet. There is an internet. Okay, it's so a tube. anyway, I think we should start this other one that's called Couches Found in Ad Agencies. Ooh, okay, <laughs> right? Uh huh. Because like that one's weird. What the fuck is that? That's not even a couch. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's like, I'm floating. I'm not floating. I don't know what I am. I have no arms. Ah, Couches without arms. I don't it's get it. It's very modern. Yeah. It's a very modern so couch that she's looking at. if you work at an ad agency and there is a weird submit couch a there, photo please your- send us a photo. And better mm-hmm. yet, submit what's in the cushions. Yeah. I could say a lot. That could say a lot, depending on what type of couch it is. Because some, yeah. some of the, well, I mean, you know, that one. That's that's a waiting room couch, and it's very it's very thin. It's very modern. It's very you know. But then trying so hard that couch is trying so. It hard. really is trying very hard. But now, well, that, co- in, in, that couch this has place a complex in, yeah, from trying so this hard. place in particular, all of the couches are kind of like that. But do there, you know there where some, I work? There, well, I was going to say I work in like space couch land. Gonna, all right, well, all, yeah. every couch there is like Ricky Martin before he came out of the closet. Yeah, but. See, there was a time where the place where you used to work, when it wasn't located at the place you used to work, used to have some couches that were... Um, they were awesome. They were awesome. And they probably had some stains on them. They were leather. Gross. They were leather thick. and thick. I and you think, could sleep for hours look, on them. I don't know what I think about God, but I think that there's somebody making decisions somewhere. Because if I was an adult in the 80s... I don't think I would have survived. Thank God I was just a kid and like what? not capable of like. So you would have been a raging cokehead, is oh, what you're saying? My with God, with like, like if I worked in advertising in the '80s, oh, I don't yeah. think I would have lived. Yeah, yeah, which is way funny. different than li- working in advertising in the '60s because that's Let's like that's play like the, the game where everybody talks about how old they are. Meh. Pat, no. how was advertising in the '70s? Oh my god! <laughs> I know what I'm that was not, like. I was not in advertising in the seventies, but I was. No, you I was. Weren't. You were not. I did. I did the. I You're did the voiceover. Baby. I was the voice talent. I did the voice for talent what? for what? The Gerber commercial? No, for for again episode one. I was voice talent. For, I was so um, drunk in that episode, and I did the most. That's not it. being in advertising. I was in commercials when I was a kid. That doesn't mean I was in. Advertising. I felt like I'd made it. Shut it's up. what I knew. I had I had a coke problem when I was eight. Got over it when I was eight and a half, and then did I some moved time on in Betty Ford. I can't believe that like you didn't even like write Drew Barrymore about that. I know. Fucked up, like, dude. Well, I'm Total missed opportunity. I was like, look, I got over cocaine. You got over cocaine. Let's sleep together. Yeah. What's what? There's no need for Let's small talk. Peenies. Have you guys seen? Those commercials that she's like a spokesperson for, like Gloria Revlon, mm-hmm. and it's literally like they're trying to make her say as many s words as possible. Why? She's like so many sexy eyelashes. <laughs> like it's like it's like whoever wrote that spot was like the most bitter fucking copywriter yeah, like, ever. Was like, it. I am gonna make every adjective in this and the S-word. direction was. 
We need a lot of alliteration. Make it S's. Well, because that, that's all. I mean, it's like the same thing that every, you know, like makeup commercial is. But then it's like Drew Barrymore. And you can just tell that writer was a dick and was like, sassy, sexy eyelashes for days. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking horrible. Oh, feel bad. Have you seen, uh, have you seen the... Um, uh, I think it's like Kraft cheese and macaroni or something. It's about the guy who sells the helicopters in the mall and he runs no. the it's like be that guy you want to be or something Kraft it's like called liquid gold or something is the end of it oh, no. God. It's what? pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. But it's about the guy who sells the helicopters in the mall? Yeah. That's the out. saddest job check in the out. world. Yeah, but they make it sound awesome. Those it's guys are funny. foreign. It's pretty funny. This I mean, guy I mean, foreign. every guy. It's like the, he's the guy who's like always throwing the it's airplane. Ballsy. It comes it's back to you. Ballsy. It's You're like, and he's it standing right next to that guy that's like, "Please, ma'am, let me put exfoliator on your hands." And you're like, "No." And don't then there's ru- the guy, cinnamon me. nuts. Do so you want some <laughs> cinnamon nuts? I hate When's the last the mall? time you guys were at a mall? God, I don't know. I avoid it. I was going to say, like, you guys talk like you have like recent knowledge of being at a mall. Yeah, is it not I the same thing? I haven't been at a mall for like. 800 years. I wouldn't oh, even know. Well, what to see, do I have a serious like, problem with high school girls. And so <laughs> I um, <laughs> I go to the mall every weekend. <laughs> I'm just always like, hey. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming the mall. I got some nice mall. nuts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Want to see my nice nuts? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. officer. It's just a brand at Walgreens. Yeah, come on. <laughs> There's always somebody. There's always somebody cooking some cinnamon nuts, and they smell real good. But and then there's always a guy throwing a throwing an airplane, throwing or or, or, ever, a, uh, or did, an inflatable shark. Or did a, you ever go into Antioch Mall? Yes. Oh my God! That is where dreams there, go to die. I went in there, and they had it was like a local garage sale like any freaking oh God, moron who had some shit and it was like a trash sale there was it a reason stunk. that they tore it down it stunk and oh they've torn it down oh yeah it's, it's well stunk. they're getting ready to and and it was like it was like people brought in their shit and they're like here buy this i mean <laughs> it was it shit yeah it was it was horrible and Gross. i was like this place is done i grew you up can, with a mall where the ku klux klan met like openly at every in the food saturday court? Yeah, in the food court. Really? Mm-hmm. For tacos? Hmm. No, because it's the Ku Klux Klan. They got KFC. God. Oh, God. It's like you don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> so now that gives us like two good candidates for a title this week. So it's either is our age joke for hip or is AIDS a hipster thing now? Or, you know. Uh, <laughs> I vote yeah. for How that about one. poopy pants? Yeah. Poopy pants times. <laughs> poopy pants times. That needs that needs to be our new thing when we talk about fear. It's no longer fear. It's, it's poopy pants times. Poopy pants times. Mm-hmm. I like that. How many poopies did you have this week? How many poopies did you have this week? So I don't know. Are we are are, are we are, are we wrapping it up? The, the this, time this feels like I literally waning. you know the you, you know the saying is oh my god I was so scared I shit I almost shit my pants yeah the time where and maybe this is for next time but I'll tip it off okay yeah, the time share a beer? that's good little yeah, tiny I'll, baby. I'll take, the time where I was so scared that I almost really, where I really shit my pants, was the first time I actually skied in Colorado. Oh, mm. fuck skiing. I, I fucking hate so skiing. Do I. I so do I. I haven't, <laughs> skied, I, I haven't skied since. 
I'm um, so glad that we can all unathletically relate to that. I almost, <laughs> seriously, I almost shit my pants. I was so goddamn. I've never felt so out of control. Okay, so then episode six, the uh, topic is going to be fear of skiing. There you go. <laughs> Last time I skied was with my. Nope, I'm going to talk about it now. Sorry. Oh, so, uh, first job out of college, I got laid off from because I was a media buyer, and turns out I hate numbers, talking, and people. I cannot imagine you were any good at that job. Oh, it was horrible. I just did, How did freelance. How did you get it? Uh, because I was in the same sorority as uh, the boss. Ah. You know, and I was like cute and fresh out of college. Uh-huh. I know. I hate like my least favorite thing about myself is that I was in a sorority. Anyway. So I go visit my friend right after I get laid off because they were like, you're horrible at this and the economy's taking and we can't pretend like you're going to get better. And so I was like, all right. So I like go visit my friend. She lives in Vail and she has this to- this boyfriend that's like totally one of those dudes. It's like, all right, girl, you ready? We're going to go rip some gnar. going to go hit that pow pow. And I'm rip like, some what? I'm sorry. So first off, I would have slapped him. I'm sorry. What? Do you have any idea how much like convincing had to be done to even get me in this like way too small snowsuit that's my friend's who's five feet tall and 110 pounds, right? So I'm wearing her snow clothes at like 150 and 5'8, right? Shit is not cool. <laughs> There's nothing cool about what's going on with my whole getup, right? Like the pants are too short, like <laughs> It's bad. The jacket barely yeah, zips. That four inches of belly that's just Yeah, cold. there's a little belly. Yeah. There's a little... I had less yeah. belly then, but there's a little belly. And so, like... Not necessarily sticking out, but I mean, like, you know, shortness. And he's like, yeah, girl, come on, come on. We're going to go. It's going to be great. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be so bad. So we're, like, in the ski lift. And I'm, like, regretting it so hard that, like, there was a moment that, like, as we're, like... I have no concept of how tall those things how, get. How, like, yeah, uh, how do those still exist? Those are the most so goddamn dangerous, dangerous things in the whole entire world. And I'm terrified world. of heights. And so, like, I'm in this thing, and I'm like, and I don't even care. Bar I can, I can unclick yeah. these skis and just fall because that. I mean, he says it's fresh pow pow. Whatever the fuck that is, <laughs> seems like I might fall into a pillow if I just jump ship right now, right? Like, so then we get there and he's like, do the baby hill. And I do the baby hill. And I'm like, you know, I go down it three times and I'm like, well, I thought shh, you wanted him. Shh, he wanted you to shh. hold his baby or something. <laughs> no. Yeah. Baby. That's where I thought that was going. Too. And so like, I'm killing it. Right. I'm like, basically a ski ex- expert at this time. He's mm-hmm. like, all right, girl, come on. Let's go down this big hill. Now, it's not that big. Was he, was he black or are you just no, doing this that? is the best part about it is that this is exactly how we spoke. And he was like the whitest white hippie boy ever. And he, he spoke. He like had that. like short hair, but dreads. You know what I mean? Like, oh, ooh, yeah. So he, was, so he was Seth Green and can't hardly wait. Yes. Exactly oh, my right. God. OK. Perfectly painted picture now. And. But like really good skier and snowboarder, sure. I guess. So, so like obviously, basically, like we get. Uh, he's like, all right, so we're gonna go down like normal hill. I'm like, all right. So like we get halfway through it, and I'm like, I am really tired, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is there any way that I can just sit down for a minute, right? <laughs> and he's like, seriously, yes. Because this was like one of those things where it was like you went around something and it was like kind of like straight skiing where you had to like pull yourself on it. And I'm like, there's got to be a way for me to sit. I can sit down, right? He's like, you can't sit down because if you sit down, you can't get back up. And I'm Somebody like, will kill you. 
well, that's going to be a problem, you see, because I really, I'm sitting down. See what I'm doing right now? This is me sitting down. He was like, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. Don't do it. And I'm like, oh, no. And then, like, as I'm, oh, my butt is so close to sitting down and feeling relief, I immediately start flying down the hill that's right beneath me, right? Like, max speed. On the other side of me is just, like, a giant cliff, right? It's, like, this big run with a giant cliff on the other side and all these trees and trees on the other side. And I'm like, fuck, I am totally going to, like, Sonny Bono this shit, right? And so, like, I'm, go- I'm, like, trying to, like, get my poles. I lose a pole, and I'm like, no! And, like, I got one pole left, and I'm like... All of a sudden, ski goes out. I hit a bump. Boom. Slide all the way down on my back. Get to the bottom. Open my eyes. And I'm like, a dude comes up that's not the dude, my friend's boyfriend. And like, stops in front of me. He's like, you dropped this. And like, hands me my pole. And I'm like, thanks, man. And I look down. And like, my shirt, my jacket, the shirt underneath the shirt, the jacket underneath the jacket. Everything is rolled up, and it's, like, just my sports bra and belly hanging out over these two small pants. And I'm like, so thank What's you for up? bringing me my pole. Clearly, that's what I needed the what most did you, right what now. What did you call – what did you – what was it called? The naughty hole? What was it the called? The shame hole. Would you like to visit my shame hole right now? <laughs> Do you like my shame hole? <laughs> yeah. No, and so basically then I unclicked my skis and walked the rest of the way down – the mountain. I feel like you kind of just you you did like the K ten, like on Better Off Dad. That's it's exactly like you what I went saying. down really really fast, like, and you, if something gets in the you, way, turn. It kind of felt like you were just describing. Better yeah, Off you Dad. just you just I really, really did a movie. The story. What? Yeah, yeah. At all, Quinn. It's a movie. Just, I have a scar on my back from like the burn from the ice that I got. You're channeling junk music. I don't. I, I don't really even sad. know what movie you guys are Shut talking up. about. You don't you, know better seriously. I, yes. Oh, my God. All right. This show's done. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, there will be if no more episodes of this until you watch it. plug on this freaking show. Although my life tends to mirror lots of movies I haven't seen. This is a theme. Okay. Well, you just basically described you did. The, uh, the climactic scene of Better Off Dead. Except he didn't lose a pole. He lost a ski. I mm-hmm. was waiting for that. Right. No, Way no. I lost. it up so it seemed <laughs> so it unique seemed to original. you. No, I had, I had to pay for the pole, the other pole that I lost. Mm-hmm. Did you, did, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. In the end, <laughs> after, after you get in no, hold on. Yeah, did this you, is did, bullshit. After you, after you were done and you unrolled the sports bra and all this stuff, <laughs> did you happen to get into a vintage Camaro that you had redone with a French boyfriend? No, I had to walk home because girl's <laughs> boyfriend was like, I don't want to be seen with were this you, bitch. Here, hang on. While you were going down... Were you being chased by a paper boy who wanted his $2? That's what I want to know. No, I already told you guys the story. None of that happened. I started going down the hill while I was trying to sit down and rest. I almost spit out my beer. I really feel like you guys are... That is the closer. Okay, yeah. Well, man, I was I was totally going to do something else, but that really feels good to just do. I need to thank our. Well, uh, okay. Oh, let me ask you, Pat. She had that whole thing that she was going to do. I know, and you didn't do it. I'm going to do it next week. Shut up, guys. We'll do it next week. Okay, okay. So let's let's just okay. 
She's not ready. Talk about I fear. Won't even yeah, talk about fear. I'm I'd just, like some hold on. Bef- before, before, we, before we start wrapping up, I just want to say that next week is going to be pretty amazing because what Quinn said she was going to do tonight, but was too scared to do. Too fighty. Way too afraid. It's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something. So, uh, yeah. Okay. What were you gonna say, Pat? I was just gonna say I'd like to thank Beer Buddy Rusty Kugler yes. yeah, for Rusty. his microbrew. Brew. God, why, why is it? What is it with microbrew? I can't I don't say. Know. Donation tonight. We're drinking Shafley's Twilight Summer. Oh no, sorry, and Deschutes. Deschutes. Jesus, Deschutes Twilight Summer, which Ale. has great writing, by the and way, and Sierra mm-hmm. Nevada. Tumbler Autumn Brown Ale. Never been a fan of Sierra Nevada, but it but was. But that's pretty good. Yeah. Saying goodbye to sponsor. summer and Thank hello to fall. Rusty. Yeah. Tonight we're drinking this because of you. Thank you. That's true. That's true. And if you guys out there, because you know Rusty cannot bear the burden of our beer alone, yes, and neither please. can Pat. Yes. Uh, you guys can go. And I, I made it a little bit easier. It used to be, well, I guess you can still go to cocktailnapkinstudios.com slash donate. But now, I mean, because, duh, it's called a beer buddy, right? So you would think that maybe cocktailnapkinstudios.com slash beer buddy might make sense. So, yeah, you can do that. Or you can just bring cash. Also, next beer buddy, I think they should get a thank you haiku. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, I tell you what. Let's make. Okay. Look. Ha ha. This this is what's called upselling. Just so you don't. Just so you know. I don't work in advertising. I have no idea what that means. If. And I I even remember what the top tier of being a beer buddy is called now. Because for three episodes now, I haven't known. It's the old 750. That's the $20 beer buddy donation. And And that's like, you know, we're talking like boulevard smokestack type of you know champagne bottle kind of beer so for twenty dollars if you're an old 750 beer buddy a haiku will be made in your honor yeah are we all supposed to share that 750 well i mean that's gonna get a couple of 750s yeah Yeah. no i don't want to i'd say break it up give us a multi six pack with lots of different it doesn't necessarily mean that's what we're gonna buy it just means that that's the level of donation that it is i tried to be clever see you got you got the five (laughs) dollar donation which is the yard beer so we're talking like the pbr the hams the type of thing that you drink after you mow the lawn the cheap stuff Five dollars. Quinn will write you a haiku. Fuck no, I hate poetry. Ten dollars. You're doing it. Ten dollars is the microbrew. It's the Sierra Nevada Tumbler. It's the Deschutes Twilight. You're almost at a twenty dollars is the full seven fifty. That's what it. Haiku. See, this is this is what this is what happens when I do things and I and and I consult the writers on the show. The you know the other two people who are writers, but they never answer emails, and so I say, well, fuck it. So I put it out on the internet. Pat's the worst. (laughs) I I respond. I didn't know I had to read something. That's that's my biggest. (laughs) I feel like you don't even know you have email. Did did uh, yeah? Let me ask you this. Did you did you see the email where I said, hey, would you like to redo your bio? Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh okay, I did see that. Oh yeah, I, is that like a suggestion? Well, no, I'm just no, 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 no. Well, <laughs> it's, it's actually more a suggestion for him. Anyway, yeah. So, beer buddies, uh, thank you very much, Rusty. 
Um, I'm going to find a, a clever... Rusty, you will get a haiku next week. Well, I mean, anybody who's an old 750, I guess. Rusty, to me, or a Rusty. toaster strudel? Ooh, toaster strudels. Right. I had like three last night accidentally. Fruit fell or, into my fruit or meat? Fruit or meat? Well, wait. What? A meat <laughs> toaster strudel? What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Wait. What toaster what strudel did you have? What kind of weird ass German Polish family do you come no, from? No, I'm no. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Fruit or meat? That's the question. What? I I, I didn't know where you get a meat toaster strudel. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. eBay? Really? Did you get a meat toaster strudel from eBay? No, I get a lot of things from eBay. Pretty much everything you see on this table comes from eBay. However, no, like a sausage or a bacon toaster strudel. Really? What? No, really? that's a hot no. pocket. No, hot pocket? sounds no. kind of Game of Thronesy. No. no, they always talk about these meat m- minced meat pies mm. in no, Game of Thrones. You know, you're thinking about a boxty. Um, no, but bacon toaster strudel. Seriously, okay. Well, I seriously. Ha- do you look- put the icing on it still? No, God, no, no. It doesn't even put come with the icing. It. it doesn't even come with the icing. Look up one shelf. You know, down From here. From the toaster yeah. strudel. Well, no, no. It's the same. How it's do you a, eat no, a fucking toaster strudel without icing? Wait, you, wait. Is a meat strudel out on just like the regular like shelf? <laughs> it's the shelf. It's the it's shelf touching above. touching the dessert strudels? <laughs> yes. It's the so shelf it's above. tarts, toaster strudel, meat strudel. <laughs> <laughs> and then wiener donuts. <laughs> and then pigs in a blanket. Oh, seriously, and then it's the bowl strudel? of shame. Jesus, if you want to sponsor fantastic discussions like what just happened over the last three minutes, or Quinn's shame hole, you can be a sponsor, and you can go to sponsor.muleradio.net. We have got uh, sponsorships available. Uh, I think we've we've got one for next week, but uh, then like uh, the, the the week after that, I think we're we're good. Maybe, but I think we'd be open to multiple sponsors. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Let's. There is nothing stopping us you from having also, a couple. You can also go to the shakes.tumblr. The shakes on mule.tumblr.com. I'm not going to be happy until we have enough sponsors that we can do this shit in Vegas. Or the South by Southwest show. South I'm by telling Southwest you. is good. But I that's, kind of that's feel like, can we do a show in Branson? Can we get enough sponsorships to get a show in Branson? That we should be the first We probably could. We probably Don't could. Yeah, whatever. Ever. You know, poop your pants before you Saint run. St. Joe. St. Joe. I mean, if we're going to go Branson, might as well go St. Joe. I think we're done. I think we're done this time. You know, Bravely done. And bravely. Bravely Which done. Which is day shoots. What is this? Oh, bravely. it does say bravely done. Bravely done. Bravely done. Bravely done. <laughs> <laughs> What the? <laughs> Holy shit! I'm serious. There's a goddamn officially. ghost in here. Wow! You're I already knew. Done. I just went from this went from the shakes to paranormal witness in point zero two <laughs> I mean, seconds. Yeah, I mean seriously, Pat's boom mic just, just fell over just with no prompting whatsoever. Oh okay. My God. Let's just say goodbye, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Till next time. Bye. The Shakes is recorded by Jeremy Fuxa, Pat Piper, and Quinn Catherine. If you have any thoughts or questions, please, for the love of God, call 415-484-5830. 